You're listening to the Fresh for Friday podcast. This podcast is for youth leaders to inspire you and give you practical tips to make the most of your time in youth ministry. If you've just joined a youth team and are a new youth leader, this podcast is for you. If you've been doing youth for a while and want to be re-inspired, this podcast is for you. If you're a gardener and want horticulture tips, this podcast isn't for you. I don't know why you downloaded it. So get ready for our chat with today's special guest. You're listening to Fresh for Friday. Jason Mendes yeah. here from AOG. Here he is. And today, guest interviewer with us, Liv Green. The Liv Green. Hi. <laughs> I'm Liv Green. <laughs> oh, very good. Amazing. So all, all three, we're all here for the podcast Come this on. morning. Well, so first excited. up, Jason, for those who don't know you, what's been your uh, youth ministry journey? How did, you, how did you get into it? My youth ministry journey, it has been amazing. Uh, youth ministry was actually never on the cards for me. I was like... Um, growing up as a young person, I was always involved in worship team and I thought worship and worship ministry was the way I was going to serve the church. And so yeah. what I did was straight out Do of school. Do you sing? Um, just a little bit. No, uh, actually, <laughs> I'm, no, well, I do, but I'm not awesome. <laughs> okay. I'm not like Liv Green awesome. Yeah, you know, right, like, right, right. She's I'm, pretty good. I'm there, but Liv's actually there. been likened to the, the Taylor Swift of our church. But like when wow. Taylor Swift was country... <laughs> The country face. That's, yeah, oh. that's my specialty. <laughs> Are you like a Dixie chick kind of girl? Or? Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, so, yeah, so um, it, it was more worship. Like, um, so, yeah, did a bit of, like worship leading and drumming and guitars yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And so, in my mind, I was writing songs for youth, doing all that kind of thing. And so, I thought that was how I was going to serve our church. And, um, and to be honest, I'd like, I was, Full curry. For those of you who are listening, I'm like, I'm a Sri Lankan. And so I, ha- I was like at university, I was doing like corporate stuff, like yeah. a good curry should. And that was like my angle, right? And so I was, my plan was to like go to university, get a degree, do all that kind of stuff, and then hopefully serve the church just on the side. But then there was this, it got to a stage where I was about 20, 19, 20, and I was just not fulfilled. Yeah. I just felt a bit empty and felt like, man, there's just, there's more. And um, my pastor said, hey, why don't you take, why don't you fast, do a Daniel fast 10 days, give God 10 days of space yeah, and let's see what happens. And so fasted, did the whole thing. It was horrible. I hated it. <laughs> like it was great because it brought me closer to Jesus, but yeah, yeah. it was just a bad experience fasting. <laughs> and so, um, so anyway, we, yeah, so I fasted and then after 10 days, um, there was like nothing changed, nothing shifted, didn't feel like there was anything. But then a week later, I got a phone call from our senior pastor wanting me to be the youth pastor. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, what? Like I was so left the field. It just didn't align with what I thought. Yeah. And um, I stepped into youth ministry and, or yeah, you know, like started that journey. And before I know it, you know, like a youth alive opportunity to kind of run our city region came up before I even became a youth pastor. And so God was affirming that ministry and youth ministry and pastoring was where I was meant to go. Awesome. It was just it full on blindsided me. And so now I look back at it and go, man, I wouldn't change anything. It's amazing. So come on. Yeah, man. And all, all the Sri Lankans listening to this out there are probably on the way to uni listening to this. Stop it. <laughs> Keep studying. It's good for you. <laughs> 
Okay. Can you tell us why do you think youth ministry is important? Why is youth ministry important? Firstly, Liv, you need to relax. <laughs> you need to, we need to film these podcasts. You gotta see how scared Liv is right now. She's like eyes wide open. Okay. Well, so the the question was Is this okay? I hope it's okay. Okay, good. Um, youth ministry is unbelievably important. Um, the statistics here we go. I'm going curry mode now. Um, that statistics say <laughs> the statistics are that um, I mean I don't know if this is legit, but let's just make up numbers here. The statistics are that when uh, young adults, when people are in university, so when they get out of school, over 18 year olds, 90 percent of them um, who are Christian made that decision when they were in high school, mm. and so such a big portion of adults today all made their faith decision and yeah. their faith journey made that decision in high school. Yeah. So youth ministry is so critical to the gospel, man. Mm. It's so critical to Jesus. It's so critical to the church. And so if we as youth leaders and youth pastors are not doing what we can to reach people, to get Jesus out there in the people's hearts and lives, like what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, what are we doing? So, um, that's why I think that's part of why I think youth ministry is so important. Young people are at such a stage in life where they're discovering who they are. They're discovering their identity. Mm. Um, they're being molded and shaped into their future and into their calling. And this time in life, we're so malleable and so impressionable, I think is the most important time where you need to find out that your identity is not in your friends or what you yeah. do, but it's in Jesus. So I feel like that's that's critical. That's the most important thing we need to let people know. That's why high school ministry, yeah. youth ministry, is so important. Uh, if you if you're listening, Liv and I just did one of those married looks where you know you just look at each other and we communicate like completely. I saw that. I was very telepathic. Least, it was beautiful. At least five hundred to a thousand words were communicating. That's that amazing. Yeah. Um, teach me your ways. Yeah, you yeah. guys are phenomenal. Yeah, that's our, our new podcast coming out <laughs> called Nonverbal Communication for, for young marrieds. Yeah, I um, love that. I love it. Hey, um, but, I'll be the first subscriber. Great. We got one. I am married. Right. But yeah. Well, yeah. It's can I join? To you. Is it for young marrieds? Yeah, I'm, I'm young and married. Yeah. 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 Heck, yeah, I'm, yeah. In, I'm in. Um, youth leaders. So they obviously have a part to play in mm. youth. What do you think? What do you think the role of a youth leader is? Great, great call. Um, Did you say that was a great question? Great call question. Oh, I just felt because like, I'm doing a thing right, yeah. Jason. Every time someone says "great question," yes, I award myself a cheeseburger do later. You? Yeah. Well, I did say great call, so um, maybe nuggets. you don't deserve a cheeseburger. Really a cheeseburger. Yeah, I reckon nuggets go nuggets. Okay. Nuggets all day, anyway. Yeah, yeah. like I nuggets agree. is 100. Yeah. But I think you should get a cheeseburger. Okay, thank you. I'll give you some money straight after this Thanks. and hook you up. Um, why are leaders so important? <laughs> why are youth leaders important? <laughs> okay, youth leaders are, are critical and, and something that I kind of communicate to our team and to just any opportunity I have to speak to leaders is that the role of a youth leader is ultimately to carry the vision of the senior pastor. So mm. in, in my heart, so obviously the church is about Jesus and it's about God and all that kind of stuff, but there's thousands like millions of churches all around the world that you can serve in. Mm. But if you're a youth leader and you're serving in your church, then I believe that the youth pastor needs to carry the vision of the senior pastor and all the youth leaders then carry that vision too. So obviously there's a vision for your church um, and the youth ministry will carry that same vision, but in the context of young people yeah, and yeah. high schoolers. So a youth leader's job 
is to carry that vision. And so I explain it. It's a weird explanation and maybe okay. it's more visual, but okay. let's, let's go there, right? Imagine a big blob, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's green and it's slime and it's disgusting, right? And it fills a massive space and your youth pastor walks in under the blob, like kind of like wading through, yeah. gets right to the center and tries to lift it up. Now, when he lifts it up, everything's going to spill out on the side, right? Because it's a massive blob. So then someone else will come in and lift it up too but it's still going to spill out. And so what happens is you bring people on and bring people in so that the goal is to not spill out, not to yeah. lose people, not to miss the vision of what's going on, but to actually lift up, uphold, carry the vision so that you can actually keep the blob up. Awesome. And the blob are people, right? The blob <laughs> is the church. The blob is the mission, keeping that upheld, keeping that moving forward. Yeah, That's what I think the role of a youth leader is. And so really in essence... I mean, it depends on the vision of your church, the vision of your youth pastor. Um, I really believe it's to carry the vision and it's just to love young people. Yeah, come on. You know, don't try to force anything or manipulate anything or try to, you know, the Bible says Jesus will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail. So Jesus will build his church. So my job is just to love people. Yeah, so good, man. Mm. Um, we, we, Liv and I really like good stories, don't we, Liv? Yeah. Funny stories. <laughs> we oh, love man. them. We love them. And um, we particularly love funny youth ministry stories. Oh, dude. And uh, so we just want to know what is your funniest youth ministry story? Maybe it's a fail. Bro. Like a youth ministry fail. Oh, or... man. I've got like, um, I've got, I got ones that are like, are they allowed on podcasts? Like, well, we don't know what they are. You okay. Have to yeah. Yeah. Them yeah. Yourself, um, maybe. All right. I'm trying to think. Okay. All right. Let, we'll, let's do a, I'll do, I'll do a prank story, right? Oh, yeah. great. All right. Um, so it's the first camp that I was running with my wife. She was my fiance at the time. So we'd just taken over the youth ministry. Yeah. We were both leading it. And so anyway, Katie, my wife, who's amazing, shout out to you, my beautiful girl, um, if you're listening. Um, she she was just like trying to prove a point. I don't know what she was doing. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but girls suck at pranks. And <laughs> sorry, that's very... It's not true. They're great at pranks. Um, but this particular situation, they sucked. And so Katie got the master key to all the cabins. And what the girls did was they raided all the boys' rooms, right? Raided the boys' rooms, took all their clothes and hid it all around the campsite. And we're yeah. like, okay, that's cool. We didn't even wear clothes during <laughs> camp. So anyway, so what happened was we went out, grabbed our clothes, put them back. And the next day I met with like a committee of boys, like, Every year I got a council, like a prank council. And so we discuss like punishments, all that kind of stuff. And so like, I'm not even lying. Like we have a whiteboard, we draw like it's, it's intense. And so uh, what we did was we came up with a three stage plan, right? Yeah. Stage one was a kidnap stage. And so what we did was we went around the campsite and kidnapped all the, all the female leaders, right? So all the leaders that we knew were involved in this prank kidnap them literally this sounds so bad don't judge me we put hoods over them <laughs> like like cable tied their hands <laughs> threw them in the back of a car and then drove them around the campsite and what we did was we cable tied them to trees all around the site like i'm talking about in the bush right now what we did as well bleep this out if you need to uh is we like <laughs> we we jumped the fence into this horse paddock and um, got a whole, like, got bags and bags of horse <laughs> no poo, way. right? And what we did was we covered the girls in horse poo. Just, like, had gloves on, covered them, like, head to toe, right? The goal was so they wouldn't bite through their cable ties. So they'd just stay, <laughs> yeah. right? So anyway, these girls are, like, cable tied to trees all around the campsite, covered in horse poo. 
and there's about six or seven liters. Anyway, we then call all the girls into the campsite. So it's lunchtime now. Everyone's in the in the dining room, and I've said, okay, girls, no one's allowed to eat. No girls allowed to eat until you find your leaders. So go find your leaders and go for so this is stage two. The stage two was was the find. So anyway, they all run out and they're looking for their leaders now. All the boys are eating lunch, thinking this is awesome. Only boys are in the room. They're getting rowdy, no shirts on type vibe. And all these <laughs> girls, all gone, yeah, because anyway. all the shirts are gone. And like all these kids are like out finding their finding their leaders. And so anyway, eventually these leaders get back. By the time they get back, I've gone and got the master code, and I've opened up all the doors. So. All the boys have now raided their bags. Oh yeah. And now all the all their bags are being thrown on the roof. We've got <laughs> bags in the pool. Like oh I'm telling you, goodness. like bags in the pool. So how's this? The campsite driver, he, he came campsite manager, drove through, heard a girl screaming, going, Help! Help! Oh, help. No. So he comes over with a knife, like releases her, <laughs> like she's a hostage or something, <laughs> releases her, and then she now comes through and they're collecting all these girls in this like campsite van and they're all covered in poo so there's girls covered in poo and cable ties yelling at the boys going stop all the boys are running around with no shirts on throwing clothes everywhere bags everywhere and i'm getting told off by this campsite manager that is our that that was the first camp i ever ran oh my gosh (laughs) yeah man. and how many camps have you done since then uh how many camps yeah this is we've done seven seven Seven. now so Please tell me they're not getting like more intense. No, 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 no. So how's this? Like I got a phone call that that weekend from our senior pastor. It's going, um, hey, so camp, huh? Yeah, and I just knew it was over. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, wow. like, so yeah, different things have happened. I've learned. Yeah. Jesus saved me. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. definitely better. We've got yeah. rules now. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's actually like, we've had to like really tighten in on our pranks. Yeah. So people... We encourage young people not to prank at camp. Sure. But if pranks happen, yeah. I got something called the Justice League. It's 10 boys, part of the council. The Justice League. The Justice League. Yeah. And they will like dominate you if you That's good. do anything. Yeah. Okay, talking news camp, Jason yeah. Mendes. Mm. Uh, is it Mendes or Mendes? Okay, so it's spelt Mendes. Yep. It's pronounced Mendes. Oh, it's pronounced Mendes. Yeah. Oh, no. But sorry. everyone just... Okay, Mendes. Thinks I'm like so, some Latino singer. Okay, so okay, I'll take it. Okay, uh, Jason Mendes. Um, if you are at a youth camp, right, and yeah. you're a youth leader, and maybe you're not preaching or you're not running a segment, but mm. you're there, mm. what can you do that that will be really significant in someone's life at camp? Right. So good. Uh, good question. I reckon. Number one, ask questions. Right. So. You gotta find someone and just you gotta understand that camp doesn't just happen. People are like making it happen. Yeah. So ask a question, man. Go find your pastor or, your, or another leader and just find out if they need any help to make anything happen, right? Um, if that's not happening, I would just say, man, talk to a young put like you, you never get an opportunity to spend a week with young people that you can just sow into them and believe in them and yeah. encourage them. Like that rarely happens because, you know, you get back to church, you get back to life and it, and it's all going. So I would like find an opportunity to have a more than just a small talk conversation yeah. with someone. Yeah. Um, you know, ask them questions too. find out what's going on in their world. Pray for them. You know, like yeah. one of the coolest things happened that happened at one of our camps was one of the young guys. Um, it was like random timing, like in the afternoon, one of the guys had like busted his knee. Yeah. And he was kind of sitting on the side. 
and a young guy walked up to him and just said, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, man, I hurt my knee playing footy or whatever. Literally, this kid prays for this guy's knee and it gets healed right there. Wow. Come so on. it didn't happen in a meeting, didn't happen at church, yeah. didn't happen with a leader or a pastor. It just happened in the midst of everything that was going on. So good. It's because they made time. So, yeah. And they asked questions. So yeah. I don't know. Make yourself available, man. Yeah. Don't be a bum. Yeah. Do the right thing. <laughs> so Get good. involved. That's man. it. Take initiative. Come on. Get them. If you don't, if you have a youth ministry and uh, maybe you're part of youth ministry yep. and you don't have a camp, you've never done a camp before, yep. why should you do it? Why you should do it is, do you want to like a spiritual answer? I got one. Yeah. Okay. So in the Bible, right? Yeah. Um, where they would set up like the, <laughs> that sounded really weird. <laughs> Cut that out. Uh, okay. What, what they would do is um, the nation of Israel would set up like camp or whatever. Yeah. And what happened is Moses would set up a tent. It says this in Exodus somewhere, right? Um, he would set up this tent and um, the Bible would say that he would go out and that's where he would meet God face to face. Yeah. And I just think it's such a great picture of what summer camps or autumn camps or winter camp or any camp is yeah. about. Camp is literally about in the midst of life, in the midst of everything, going out, setting up tent and leaving some space for you to meet God face to face. So good. It's, it's about encounter. It's about yeah, come on. meeting. It's about God speaking into your life. For, and that's that's why for us personally, we we kick it off at the start of the year yeah. so that God can speak into our 2017. Yeah. And so um, what an awesome opportunity, man. So so set that time aside, meet with God face to face and then come back in a life and bring that in to you every day. So good. that's why you got to do camp. And camp's all about... Man, the best memories you have are yeah, all that camp. Totally. The best stories, camp. The totally. best, like literally, there's there's power when you leave room for God to move. Yeah. And that's what camp is. It's just canceling a couple of days. It's an investment into your future. Come Go on. on. God, change me, mold me. Do do what you want with me. Like, Come on. It's the best, man. So good. Yeah, do it. How good's Will's okay. Will's podcast podcast voice? It is like, very good. Hello, a, welcome. That's no, his, it's, it's not that at all, but his yeah. uni radio assignment voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you at the beginning you shared your lovely analogy about the blob, which yes. was fabulous. I yeah. love that. Um, <laughs> so, can you tell us for youth leaders who are trying to yeah. hold up their part of the blob, which yeah, yeah. you kind of described as like mm. loving people and looking after people, what are like some really practical ways that they can do that? That's a very good question. What are practical ways they can hold up the blob? So um, I would say things like being consistent, you know, turning up to leaders' meetings and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, uh, our state president for our movement uh, gave me this advice and he says it to everyone. The guy's been in ministry for decades and decades and he goes on about this these few words. He's like, whatever you do, Jace, just keep turning up. Just keep turning up. Just keep yeah, turning yeah. up. And we listen to that and we hear it and we go, oh, it's just a sentence and it doesn't really matter. But there's so much wisdom in that. There's so mm. much loyalty and faithfulness in that. And so, you know, I think I think consistency is so important. I think um, another way to carry that blob is to be teachable. Yeah. You know, um, are you a teachable person? Are you learning? Are you growing? Um, a lot of a lot of the greatest leaders in in our in the church today you know your brian houston's your phil pringles um all of these great leaders um what's amazing about them is is like 
they're obviously great leaders and great preachers and great whatever, but the greatest thing about them is their ability to evolve, their ability to learn. Mm. And so what happens is, you know, all these pastors that I just mentioned, they're not stuck in the 70s doing church how they started. Yeah, yeah. They've moved on. They've learned. They've grown. They've brought younger people around them. They're, they're trying to catch what's going on in society and in the community and in the world today. Yeah. And that's their platform for their future so teachability is something that you don't it's not seasonal teachability is eternal like mm. it's who we are and so if you can be someone that constantly learns constantly grows um i think that helps um with the blob but then the other thing is i, I would say sorry the last thing is just is that is it sorry yeah, um, no, you're good. the, the, the good. last thing is just being available you know um yeah. you know i think so often we get busy and caught up in our own lives and I said to our youth leaders, man, if you're a youth leader, you're heart and soul in this, like you're devoted to this. And so, you know, making yourself available, like um, it's great that you're here with them on a Friday night or on Sunday or whatever. But if you're not at their footy games on the weekend, if you're if you don't know their family, if you don't know their parents' birthdays and their birthdays and yeah. their world, if you're not in their world and around them and sowing into them that connection that love that trust that relationship that you're trying to build with people is is not going to be there you know like the the first time that people meet jesus is not on the cross it's through you yeah you know what i mean and so when you connect with someone you're you're the bridge um for them to salvation you're the bridge to jesus so yeah um if you're not available well how often are they going to get to jesus if you're not around yeah if, if you're not present you know yeah yeah so yeah, I would say being available, being teachable, and whatever the first one was, consistent. Consistent, consistent to the ball. Available, teachable, cat. Oh, I just wish they just all Just be had. a cool cat. Just be a cool cat. I That's love it. that. How do you love someone who maybe they don't behave in the best way? Yeah. They come to youth, it's all new. They're a bit uh, cheeky. Maybe yeah, yeah, it's one yeah. way to describe them. Another way <laughs> yeah. to describe them, I probably won't say. Yeah, but yeah. they're, you know, they run a mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. How, how do you love someone like that? Yeah, it's so good, man. Um, I, bro, it's a full-on challenge, hey. And and even as you get on and you meet so many people, you kind of can almost feel like it's like you grow out of it almost. And but here's the thing, man: you can't grow out of loving people. Yeah, you can't grow out of spending time with people you you can never be above that or you can mm. never be beyond that mm. if you ever get to a stage where you are that well you're an idiot like <laughs> there's not really like because jesus spent his whole life and in his time in ministry and his time on on earth didn't matter who it was he always had time for people who was always yeah. loving people and i think one of the things to consider is you know jeremiah 29 11 bible says front of the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you, to give you yeah. a hope and a future not to harm you and you know all, yeah, that kind, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so what happens is when Jesus looked at you and I, he didn't see us for our face value. He looked through us. He saw our potential and he saw our capacity. Mm. He saw the plan he had for us. Mm. He saw the purpose that he had for us. Yeah. He saw the calling that he had on us. And so what happens is we so often look at people and we see them for face value. We see them what they bring to the table or for what they are now. Mm. We don't look at them for who they could be. Yeah. And I think as leaders, your responsibility is to look past face value and see potential in people mm. and see purpose in people and see calling in people because that's what Jesus did to us. It's what mm. God did to us. That's why you and I are sitting on the, the three of us are sitting here today 
It's because someone saw on that these on, lounges these, on these leather lounges looking out at the street. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's why we're here today. It's because someone believed in us mm. and someone saw past our crap and our muck and our mess. Um, when we see a mess, Jesus sees a message. So, Come on. like, we so often just see what's right in front of us, but God always sees so much more. He sees yeah. a story. Yeah. He sees someone's life. and. So we've got youth this yep. week, this Friday. We're heading into Friday. What's, what's a, like a practical thing we can do this Friday to make the most of it? Eating nuggets and preparing yourself for yep. Friday after party yep. at Macca's is yep. important. Um, it's called planning. And yep. um, <laughs> look, you know, I reckon some of the things that I'm going to sound super cliche, but I'm going to do it anyway because I feel like this generation needs to catch this. Like we exist in a generation of podcasts. Hello. Um, but like everything's so accessible. You get the best yeah. teaching like on your computer. You get all that, you know, all the leadership principles and all the theory and all that kind of good stuff. But what I think is important is that even though you might know all that stuff and you might have all of that at your fingertips, the most basic things like reading your Bible, prayer, yeah, man, prayer. Like I once asked someone, I was like, what's the biggest problem with youth ministry today? Because like a decade ago, two decades ago, people used to talk about the old age, the golden the golden age of youth yeah, ministry yeah. and thousands of young people. And I was like, well, what's the thing that's missing? And this person said to me, it was number one, vision, and number two, prayer. So people weren't dreaming big enough. And then number two, people weren't praying into it and believing yeah. that God could actually make it happen. Yeah. So, man, I think to set you up for an awesome friday or sunday or whatever man pray into it have you so prayed good. about friday night have you prayed about your young people yeah have you prayed about your message or have you prayed for your pastors have you prayed for your youth leaders your like the people who the person who's preaching that friday night yeah, yeah. have you prayed for that word like you got to understand that um god operates in in the supernatural man like god actually listens to our voice he hears our prayer yeah and he moves in that you yeah. know and so so often we carry the weight ourselves, but I would say pray. So, so you good. know, things like reading your word, spending time with God, sowing into yourself, praying. Yeah. And even like, I don't know, get on the phone, dude, get people there, like get into someone's world and get yeah. them there. Yeah. But I, I would hundred percent say sow into yourself so you can sow in others. So good. Yeah. So we have a segment here, Jason, just before we go. <laughs> Love it. It's called fill in the blanks. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Liv's going to give you a sentence. Okay. And you've got to complete it. Okay. Great. After youth on Friday, all I want is. <laughs> oh, nuggets. <laughs> what? Yeah, nuggets. I can't get nuggets out of my head. What the heck is wrong with me? Nuggets. Dude, yeah. So I want nuggets want right now. Nuggets. No, you know what though? Uh, I've been like so bad. I haven't like gone to Macca's for like a year and a half. <gasps> yeah. Really? Well, no, no, as in like after him? Friday, like to be uh, honest, there's okay. obviously sneaky trips on the way home. But yeah. dude, it's just so bad. Youth ministry will like, if it doesn't like spiritually kill you, it will physically kill you because of all the Macca's you eat. <laughs> like it's bad. It's a real problem for yeah, us. Massively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But definitely Nuggets is like 100%. You know what? Nuggets just, I feel like Nuggets all the time. Yeah. I always order a Nugget Happy Meal with six oh, Nuggets. Dude. What's your order, Will? Uh, quarter pound of meal with a chocolate shake. Nice. Yep. Every Friday. That's <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever tried it with bacon on it? No. I don't deviate. I always go in nah, with big that. dreams of going like, oh, maybe today I'll get that special like 
Bro, I'm telling like you, Like jalapeno chicken deluxe thing that they've got. You know, I've seen it advertised or whatever. I know what you mean. And then yeah. I don't. I you got to go classics. I get I it. I do, yeah. But, oh, bro, when you drop some bacon on that, yeah, I'm telling you, bro, your life will shift. Okay, it will shift. Bro. That's what I've been needing my life. 100%. <laughs> well, bacon shift. Thanks so much, Jason Mendez, for uh, the podcast. Thanks for being with us. Love you guys. Fresh for Friday. Thank you. Come on. <laughs> and special guest interviewer, Liv Green. Yes. It's been great. Thanks for having me, Will. Hey, we love you guys. You guys are awesome. Keep killing it. Praying for you. Believing with you. Go well, everyone. Come on. See you then. Kill it. You. Thanks for listening to the Fresh for Friday podcast. Subscribe for fresh episodes every month. Follow us on Instagram at FFF podcast and check out freshforfriday.com. If you've got a youth ministry question you're dying to ask, send it in and we'll ask our next special guest. Thanks for listening and run into your Friday feeling fresh.